0: Today we wanted to jump on because we wanted to talk a little bit about what it means to take coaching from something that you've maybe been learning or training for and actually making it a full-time thing. And I think that's what we share in common as we both have been in this kind of line of work for a few years now, full-time. And yeah, we wanted to dive into some of the challenges and some of the first steps for making that shift not only just from a mindset perspective but also yeah how do you put yourself out there how do you start to build a book of business and we'll get into uh, a bunch of those topics but anything else you want to share before we we dive into that
1: yeah i think it's just it's amazing myself personally i've been in the personal development space and working with others for about 16 years now. And I know you are as well. And we always have these amazing conversations when we get together or we leave each other voice notes. We've been in this work. And so the, the clients that you're working with and have been working with full-time and the clients that I'm working with and have been working with, we just share a lot together about whether it's helping people or growing our own practices. And a lot of the the things that we've shared have brought me into a more full expression of myself in my work and so i a big part of this is just being able to communicate to other people that are struggling and having sticky places because i think you and i just naturally get into a groove and flow and i just wanted to be able to offer that and give that out to more people and that, so thank you so much for taking the time and really giving so much of your heart and soul to changing the world and to making it a better place for everyone, because I know so many lives are changed in the way that you work with others. And it's bringing people into more of the fullness of who they are too.
0: I love that. Thank you so much. And yeah, I think that one thing we really share as well and get excited about when we speak is we see patterns with people who are maybe on a similar journey and areas they get stuck. And then also we're always working on our own patterns as well. And so I feel like part of what we can get into today is some of the things we notice with clients or people who are also on their own growth path to become more of a full-time practitioner and those areas that get stuck. And then maybe things that have worked for us, not that it's the only way, but it's some things that we've seen have worked, especially as it relates to that first stage. So thank you. And yeah, I'm always really excited to talk about this stuff with you. Me too. Why don't we start with that first step of putting yourself out there? Maybe you've been training for a long time. Maybe you've been pursuing different types of courses and certifications, and you've really started to build a skill set. And what I find at this stage for people is that you're often already starting to work with other people in your life because you have the skills, right? So as you're acquiring these different skills that you're learning, it's I know for me, every time I pick up some type of new skill or awareness, other people in my life consciously or unconsciously start to notice, right? And then you start getting phone calls from people or you start having people that you meet randomly ask you questions that you're like, wow, it's so interesting. They asked me about that. This is something I'm just now more aware of and I'm wanting to help other people with. And so I feel like at the early steps of really starting to put yourself out there, you're possibly already in this phase where people have some type of knowing that you could help them. And now you might be in this phase of like, huh, I know people are coming to me for this. I know that other people are starting to notice, but how do I move that along a little bit further? How do I formalize that a little bit more? I'm curious if that's what you've seen as well, but that's been my experience and what I see as well in those early steps. it's encouraging because you're seeing people start to notice and recognize what you can bring to them. And there might be this feeling of, I know it's also on me to somehow move that forward or bring that expression out further.
1: I love that you said that it's being responsible for being the one to offer more of a clear container so that you can collaborate more deeply you can I think one of the words that you love using is partner together and whether you're being a guide for them or you're creating a space for them to really explore the depths of what they're coming to you for you do have to be able to have a some type of framework or some type of container and it's your responsibility to create what that looks like and what works best so I think that's a really fun part that you hit on and One of the things that I really love speaking to and bringing people back to is their own sense of enoughness or abundance is what I call it. And if you really lean on and understand yourself and where you can offer value, where you are really strong, and I I do think that takes a little bit of time to self actualize and to explore. But if you really, you're not going to be doing something that's so outside of what you've done before. So maybe you're a really amazing mom and you're doing a lot of things that people see and they come to you for those questions. I think one of the things that you and I talk about is we often want more tools, more training, more skill sets, but usually the things that people are coming to us for are something that they're sensing within us that we have. And so I also think it's about asking the right questions about what is drawing the person in? Why are they coming to you? Because they could go a million places. People have access to Google and YouTube and unlimited resources. And so if someone's coming to you for something, whether they're a friend or a family member or maybe a connection or a contact that you met somewhere, you're already drawing them in you're already something in you is is creating this sense of them reaching out or connecting and so there's already value that exists even if you don't know what it is there's something inherent there going on
0: totally and they're coming to you now and they're possibly ready for some type of support now and it could be the case that it's not something immediate but you're right, what they're noticing in you is something that you've already developed inside of you. And it's a skill maybe that you've developed. And one thing that I sometimes see is uh, we're so curious and we're so on the path of learning that it can be a little bit more comfortable for us to think, okay, I'm not quite ready yet. I should you know, grow my skills more. I should practice more. Um, And we can get a little bit caught in that cycle of not necessarily just working with what we already have and thinking we have to progress ourselves further before we're ready to work with somebody else. And maybe more importantly, which I I love the way you framed it, is in creating an impact for someone else. So is there something that we can do today that's going to help this person, which is why they're coming to us in the first place? They're sensing that right and so this responsibility is also on us to listen and really start to understand like you're saying why are they coming to me what is what is top of mind for them what is the problem that they're currently trying to solve for themselves and do i have the skill set today to help them in some capacity as you said in some container and i think that might be a really nice check in for anybody When somebody reaches out to you, when the connection gets made, when somehow someone bumps into you and and happens to share about where they're at, check in with yourself and ask, am I I able to help this person today? Do I have to wait at some point in the future to start moving uh, forward with them into a container or to start uh, providing some type of insight that could help them? Um, even then. And and what I like about that is it's a very organic way for you to start working with people. It's It can be a little bit more organic. And I feel like one thing that people also struggle with is thinking it needs to be this kind of formal thing where you draw this line in the sand and it's like, this person goes from someone who's just a connection to a client. It could be a little bit more fluid than that, a little bit more dynamic, and you can Just get into the flow of supporting them with the skills you already have today. So, that's maybe something else that we can talk about a little bit is how to guide that along.
1: I love what you're saying there because I think that it all starts with connection. If you're in a space where you're helping others, your work is around some form of connection and then you're also providing a service, but it's more of a conversation that deepens and expands the longer that you work together. The conversation doesn't start and stop. There's no, okay, now they're a client or there's someone just reaching out. It's I'm having a conversation with a human being and we're creating connection and we're getting to these deeper places and the container might change or what that looks like might take a little bit more shape around really what works for my needs as a practitioner or a space holder or a coach and also what works for their highest and best needs and how can you create the most supportive way of working together and I I've been in this work for a long time and there's something really beautiful about a friend calling and asking for your advice but it actually changes the nature of the relationship and the depth that you're able to go with them when you can create a container that's just for them. It doesn't have to be this equal exchange. And what I mean is it doesn't have like with friends, you don't want someone always coming to you. Like I need advice. I need advice. I need help with this. It's, It's like when you put that really amazing container, it's like, this is for you. This is time just for you. I'm here to listen. I'm here to support. I'm here to really come fully for your needs and people can count on that. And it changes the way that they feel held, the way they feel supported, the presence of the conversation. So I do think that it, it creates something different, but it doesn't change the nature of connection. And it doesn't, it's not this like before you're a client, it's like this. And then after you're a client, it's like this. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. And you can be friends with your clients and and you can become deeper friends with your clients through working together and going to deeper layer, layers. And I think what's different about a client relationship than just a friendship, and this is something else I know can be sticky for people, is, and I think this is a really important insight that you're speaking to, is... When you're really listening to somebody, especially in the context of a client, you stop focusing so much on your skills, on on yourself really, and you really start focusing on them and their problems. And you really start focusing on just what is it that's coming up for them and how can I support that? I almost feel like that's part of what that container creates is this real focus. But what that focus does, it's really nice for coaches, practitioners, service providers, is it takes some of the pressure, I think, off of um, you wondering about your own value. It's almost like if you're concerned about your value or the value you have to bring, it's like you're thinking about yourself and you're not really seeing them in what they're needing in the moment. And I think the other thing that a client relationship does that's a little bit different than a friendship is it creates some direction. It creates some structure. And so you can move through something together in a structure, whereas when people are asking for advice or you're just catching up here or there, it's not that that's not helpful and the connection is important there. It's just that it doesn't necessarily move in any direction. And I think a lot of the transformation that that clients receive is because you put a type of direction on your process or your work and you moved there together. Um, And that can evolve and change in so many ways across time. Um, But I think that that's a really important distinction as well is just when we're concerned about our own value, it's almost that we're thinking about ourselves and not focused on them.
1: 100%. It's the difference between being me centric and being you centric or even we centric. And the reason why I want to share that is because I do find that once you've self-actualized it, it, you do want to bring yourself your, naturally who you are and how you add value to everything that you do. And you can count on those parts of yourself but when you make it about you, oh, I want them to see that I can do this, or you know, I have all these skill sets and I have this and I have this and I'm trained in this, it's it is the whole essence of what's coming forward is focused on you. And instead, if we can take a step back and make it about really learning them and understanding them. And I think, you know, when practitioners want to start right out the gate with something that. That's polished and packaged. Often they're packaging all of their skill sets and they're creating this thing that's packaged just based on their skill sets instead of really getting to know and understand their clients. And that comes with really understanding people and who you can help the most. And how does your natural skill set and the things that you already know how to do serve the world? So I think there's like a balance in there. And, but yeah, there's a big difference between getting to know who you're speaking to and your audience and designing something that's specifically for them and then being able to bring all of who you are naturally and not, you know, sometimes we're like, I need this tool or I need this skill set. And those are great. I'm not opposed to that. But yeah, it's definitely focusing more on the client's needs and what would really help serve them.
0: Yeah. This is so, so important. I I feel like there's this big click that happened for me. And and I've what I learned is that at every stage of client, like every um, size of package or container or like level of success the client was having, it actually became more and more true, which is when we try and package our process and speak to our process, that is a way of speaking that is me focused. And it's not focused on the client's needs. And Yes, process matters and the process that we've learned as a skill set for how we deliver transformation is ultra important. That's what we do with our clients. However, will our clients value that? Oftentimes, no, because they're not, they don't know everything we know. They don't know what, and they're also not so curious necessarily about the process. What they're very focused on is what they're currently experiencing. And so I actually feel like a way to be more empathetic and meet the client's needs better is to speak with them about their needs and their struggles and what they're wanting, not speak about what our process is and and why our process is so great.
1: Definitely.
0: Yeah, it's such an important distinction. But when we try and package the process and and the learning that went into that process, or if we're speaking about any of those topics, just from my experience, people's eyes will glaze over because you're no longer speaking to their current context and needs you're speaking to this whole experience that you've had that might have been amazing but doesn't really relate to where they're at so i think one thing that's really important is keeping that conversation focused on them like we're talking about and watch for am i trying to communicate the value of a process that i've learned or the value of the process in general i just have learned that it's it's not the way to create the most connection or impact
1: definitely and it's so interesting but you can feel in a conversation the moment that something shifts to you which is some something that you term that you've used in our conversations that I love is almost like a doorway or a gateway And when you ask a question about them, it opens the door and then they can step in and walk through and meet you in the next room. And then when you ask another question about them, it opens a door. And these doors are like gateways to the core of what's really going on and what's most meaningful. And if the whole time in the conversation you're focused on you, you really never get to their heart. You really never get to what's really important for them. And so how can we be better door openers or gateway openers to what's really the most valuable and important thing for another person to be spending their time, their attention, their, maybe their money, like our time and our attention and our money are very important things to us. So if they're spending that, it's really getting to the heart of where they want to focus all of that energy.
0: Yeah. And I think this will be so natural for people who have gone on this process of their own transformation, who are curious, who are empathetic, who care about being of service to other people. We open doors by asking questions. And the, the questions we ask can allow us to go deeper and deeper, like you're saying, to different layers. And it's a really amazing thing to not only connect, but then as you're saying, go a layer deeper, go a layer deeper and really touch on something that people might not have felt they've been able to con- connect on or express to other people. And so one thing I'm really big on in, we call them conversations, sales conversations, whatever it is, is it's on us to get to the heart of what's going on. And how I experience that, that is that when you feel it, You're having this conversation and you're at one level, you ask a question, you go a level deeper. You're having a conversation, you ask a question, it goes a level deeper. And there's some moment in a conversation with a potential client or somebody who you might even work with in who knows what way in the future where you touch on something and they feel seen or heard or able to express something that they have not been able to necessarily get to in their typical lives right? there's Everyone's so busy. People don't listen to each other that well. So I feel like it's up to us to also go to that level of depth. And there's a vulnerability in that, both for yourself as the person asking that question that takes someone deeper, and also them, just like you're saying, choosing to step through that doorway that you've opened for them to be vulnerable as well. And so if we can do that, and we can talk about this more, you know, if you're interested, but what it does is it creates, it creates anticipation. It creates some forward movement together that what I notice kicks off a relationship in a really beautiful way. It starts to communicate, hey, we're going to this place and there's more here. And I actually feel like that's what really leads to the next conversation. So it's on us to, to go there and get there and just to put a pin in it, it's questions. It's the questions we ask that allow us to do that.
1: So one of the things that I wanted to hit on around that, and and one of the things that we wanted to share was if I had any epiphany moment around putting myself out there. And what I realized is that people are going to spend the money if they don't spend it on working with you. They will spend it on. And I've asked people and I've seen, and I've observed over all of these years, they're going to spend it on concerts and trips and vacations and ATVs and clothing and jewelry and cars and second cars. And when I realized that, and I asked what was most meaningful to me in the world, I knew that I was going to make a bigger change than any of those things put together in their lives. And anything that they could possibly spend their money on. And I had a potential client once that reached out to me who was also a friend. So we stayed in touch. And this wasn't, again, it's not like a sales process or not. But she reached out and was asking me for different places that she could go to take about a month off of life. So that she could relax, take a break, and come back to some really difficult things that she had going on. and. We had a little bit of an open conversation about meeting the things that were challenging and working on the deeper layers versus going on a vacation and then coming back. But it felt that she was very committed to this idea and how it was going to go. And she went out of town, got the rest, got the relaxation and came back and ha- when she was put in the same environment, all of those same stressors came rushing back. All of the things she that she was having a hard time handling before the trip were still there when she got back. And she came back and was in basically the same place. And I know that had we had an opportunity to work together, I wasn't able to fully communicate, I think at that time, But had we had the opportunity to work together like all of the other people that I work with, we go into handling those things and they come out a completely different person. So even though they're handling the same situations, the way that they approach it, how they approach it, how they feel when they're approaching it is completely different. And so what really broke for me was people are going to do things. They're going to do whatever with that money. And it's not going to have the same impact as what you're going to be able to do working with them in the transformation space and in, in the fulfillment and what they're going to get out of that. And so once I could see that so clearly, it just completely shifted the way that I thought about whoever it was, friends, families, referrals, working with me. And it just created this deep, quiet confidence in the conversation of, yeah, I'm gonna take you to places that are gonna blow your mind. And now all I have to do is ask, where do you want to focus that energy? What would make the biggest difference in your life? And instead of making it just like you said about the process, really asking what changes would fulfill them and where do they want to get to and creating that dialogue.
0: Yeah. And if you're excited about what you know you can help someone with, they also feel that as well. So I think having that clarity for yourself of what you can create for somebody and being excited about that possibility. And sometimes even communicating that, like, I'm so excited about what we're going to get into, even if you don't have to communicate all the details of it, but if that's genuine for you, you can really show up with that and they can feel that as well. And I think something else you're speaking to that's really important for me in how do you have these conversations, put yourself out there create a package or container that you sell? How do you do that in a way that's aligned for you with how you want to move in the world and being of service? And one way that I think about that is the thing about the practice that you're building or the skill set that you've built is your clients might not understand the extent or the, the full level of value that you can bring. And that's normal. You have all this experience in a particular domain, they don't. So how I think about it is I want to at least make sure that they know they have a choice. They have a new choice they didn't necessarily consider. So in your example, which is so great, is like one choice might be going on a vacation to the beach to just like lay there and think that maybe just de-stressing is going to be the solved all my problems. That is one choice that that person could make. But it's my belief that if we have more choice, now if, if we have two choices, one being the beach or the other being maybe an experience that you're gonna create, that to me still is very aligned because it, it feels very like positive to me to just give somebody more choices. Okay, now you have you could do that or you could do this. At least they know that exists. And I also feel like a lot of people who are doing this really deep type of work, maybe who've gone further ahead in a certain direction than maybe where their clients are, I feel like it's on us to give them that new possible path. And so many amazing things have come into my life in taking a path that I didn't even know existed prior to taking it.
1: A hundred percent. I think about all of the trainings that I've gone to and some of the most impactful ones were things that I had no idea what to even, what I was even getting into and what the value was going to be Some of them were business trainings that I've taken. Others were just, I went to have an experience and walked away with some of the most life-changing moments that, I mean, yeah, I, I think what you're speaking to is that often people are getting the value that they don't know they need. And it's really difficult to determine that so far ahead of just diving into it. And in the experience with the friend of mine that that ended up taking a vacation, at the time, I really wasn't able to settle into that conversation. And really, it's almost like the gateways, right? Ask the right questions that would open the gateways to what was most meaningful and what was going on for her at, at the heart of everything and it was it was like I was doing a little bit of guiding and like here's what I think and you might want to consider this and that and I I gave her perspectives, but at the end of the day I wasn't navigating that conversation in a way that was opening doorways to her heart and to what was really going on under the surface. And one of my there's a speaking, professional and his name is Vin. And he talks about even if you, let's say that you are the best in your industry at what you do. So maybe you do sound baths or you do business coaching and you are the best business coach, 10 out of 10, or you are the sound bath practitioner, 10 out of 10, or you are the energy healer, 10 out of 10. But when your clients come to you and you communicate what they're going to receive or how that relationship is going to feel at a five out of 10, what do they walk away perceiving about you? What do they walk away thinking about you and your practice and where you're at in the field or in the industry, or even where it relates to them personally? I don't even think for most people where you're at in the industry matters. What matters to them is what is that experience going to be for me? And if you're communicating to them that it might be a five out of 10, that's where you're at actually.
0: Totally. And the word experience I think is right on many levels. You're not selling people, you're creating an experience, you're creating a buying experience, you're creating an experience of them understanding and stepping into the world that, that you can provide or the transformation that you can provide. And so I, and I think that the there's different levels as well of value that people perceive and some of that is emotional. And I think that's what you're speaking to earlier as well is it's really important to recognize that value isn't just this financial quantification, it's the emotional experience that someone has. And so you, I think you can think about in the conversation, both getting to the logic which could be more of the financial or the quantitative, but also it's really important to create an experience that touches someone emotionally. And something else that's really interesting about that is the emotional value is almost priceless. We can quantify the price of a car or whatever it is. We can't quantify the memory of a road trip, right? So if you're only having a conversation on the level of uh, price or if you as a practitioner are thinking about your fees or whatever it is in this very like quantitative way of oh they would pay this much for that this much for this you're not considering again a perspective about how do i deliver an incredible experience and what's so awesome is you can always increase the value of the experience and you can do that in the conversa- the first conversation you have someone with someone. How do I create an amazing experience in this first conversation? Then as you move into a container, how do I increase the value of the experience of what it's like working together? And I think this is something else that will help you potentially help someone move past the, the block that, that could be around pricing. Because I think we tend to think about it just in this very quantifiable way. But we're... And I think most people are, are, we're emotionally driven. We're not that rational necessarily.
1: Yeah. I think one of the things that I hear often is when practitioners or coaches or someone in the service industry talks about, I need to raise my rates. I need to charge what I'm worth. And it really, your rates have not necessarily a lot to do with your worth and they don't have anything to do with your self-worth or your personal worth. And I mean, we can get into maybe the underlying patterns around that might be preventing you from feeling that and embodying it. But really when someone is working with you, the value is what they value. The worth is what they find is worth their time and what they want to spend their attention on. And how clearly you can communicate that and also create a program or an offering around that. I think what's what we touched out just a little bit on is the magic or the sweet spot between you experience and the tools and the embodiment that you have and everything that you know, your life experience, and the way that you guide the way that you offer yourself up naturally and you who you are to the table and then blending that with really getting to the heart of what your clients want and what is most impactful for them what would support them the most fully and really harmonizing those two things to create something beautiful so that it's a synergy that's a Win and it's full of value, and you really know and understand and can connect with the people that you want to.
0: Yeah, and it's an ongoing process as well. You're continually refining these different areas, like you're talking about, and piecing them together. And it is a collaboration as well, especially as you sink into working with people who are more of a fit for where you're at, what you want to provide. It just keeps it just keeps going you keep working in these different areas and evolving and what's great is when you can learn these different skills you can just keep repeating that process as you evolve as well and one other pattern i see a lot with people who are very curious and learners is they're always evolving and then sometimes it feels like, am i now interested in this other thing or and are my clients shifting now? And I think there's other things we can talk about there, but this also allows you to continue this process if you need to.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think it's really important to touch on if you don't know who you're working with, that can get really confused. You are already starting off at a disadvantage. So I think it's worth mentioning. We don't need to get into it in too much detail. But if you don't know who your ideal client is or who you can make the biggest impact for, that would be worth investing some time and attention to. Because if you're speaking to everyone, you're speaking to no one. And your client's needs might change over time or as they get to different layers of their process or their growth or what they're creating. You might work with someone in the tech industry that's a startup company and they might have different stages of growth. That require you to support them in different ways, but that's still the, the client that you're working with across time. And same for me. I often work with practitioners, coaches, and space holders, and also entrepreneurs who have gone from working from a very intense work was the priority, very stressful fast-paced environment and they want to create from a more centered, skillful, maybe orchestrated place. And so their needs as they grow in their process are going to change and the way that they manage things and the way that they see their business and they relate to their business will change over time. But I'm not going from like working with uh, stay-at-home mom to this business owner because their needs and the way that they work and the way that they operate are completely different. And so it, I really have to know who am I supporting the best? Who am I steward the best steward of? And what is that what does that mean for me? How do I speak to them? How do I help them? How do I get to know them and really support them in the process?
0: Totally. And I know we're going to be exploring more of this conversation together coming up soon in Nicaragua, which is super exciting. Do you want to talk at all about what we're going to dive into there? I I can share a little bit from my end, which is one thing that I've been really starting to, I guess, get passionate about is helping service providers, practitioners, really people who are wanting to be of service and who've built some type of deep skill set that they've really put a lot of their own time and energy into and helping them recognize that they have all the skills they need to communicate that value to other people. It's like we were saying is you might enjoy the uh, the art of working with clients so much, but it just so happens that in, in business, there's also the sales, there's also the marketing, and those can be really sticky for people and can feel like A lot of people will express like, I wish I didn't have to do that part. And what I'm really getting passionate about is helping people enjoy that aspect of their business by two things. One, helping them see they already have a lot of the skills they need. So it's, they don't have to become this other type of person to be successful in that way and two, starting the process in how they work with clients at the stage of sales and marketing. And now it becomes this big experience that you get a design. So. I'm going to be leading a conversation about that, about communicating your value, and really almost more practically how to have that first conversation with a potential client. So I'm really excited to to get into that. Do you want to speak to anything else that you want to take people through in in Nicaragua? And I think what's fun is this is true, whether it's Nicaragua or even in the future as well. I think these are areas we're we're both passionate about.
1: Yeah, it's definitely something that I've seen over the years with other practitioners, coaches, even business owners that I've worked with. So I don't think this is just specific to Nicaragua, but what I really wanted to do was take time to get people offline and really listening to themselves because I've found that you really do have everything you need, just like you said, inside of you. And all that takes sometimes is a little attention and focus and bringing your awareness to things that you may not have seen and places that you have a lot of potential and and bringing that to the foreground. So we're going to be going over, we've got four weeks of learning modules That we're going to go over before we even get there to really distill down who am I working with? Where do I make the biggest difference in the world? And when I am just naturally being in my fullest expression, who do I show up as? How can I offer the best of me in service to the world as a gift? And how do I get to become more aware of those parts of myself? Because I can't always see. Sometimes we have blind spots to these things that we're so naturally brilliant at. We don't even think about it as a skill set because we didn't train in it. We didn't We didn't have to learn it from school. It's actually like a natural way of being for us. So when we can get really clear on our natural way of being, how we're naturally gifted, and then how to bring that and understand, we're gonna go through a process that really helps us understand where who we wanna work with and how we bring the most value to those people and really understand them getting to know them getting to know what they're wanting to have breakthroughs on where they're wanting to dedicate their time and attention what is their dream life and then bringing those two together to meet and then we're going to be bringing we're going to be working with David and he's going to teach us how do we talk about that how do we have Conversations with clients that lead them into us, into our programs, that lead them on this journey. And how do we have this ongoing dialogue that builds a deeper relationship with people over time? And so I just think it's going to be great to kind of synergize both of what we do and what we like to talk about and the things that we're doing. So I really appreciate all of your time going into thinking about speaking with clients instead of a sales process is more of a conversation and deepening a relationship and i think that's it's going to help people so much one of the things that you shared with me that really stuck with me is when you learn this you will forever be able to increase how people see and value anything that you're offering whether it's this first program that you're putting out or it's your hundredth program. When you understand how to communicate with people in this way, it forever changes what you'll be able to charge, how you'll be able to put yourself out there, how you can shape offers. And same thing with this program design. Once you understand how to bring your genius with what people are really wanting, you can Recreate that as many times as you want. You don't have to be married to one program or one offering or one client forever, but you can pick the thing that's working the best right now and really lean on that and make the most of it.
0: Beautiful. I'm so excited for that. I'm excited for even the prep work up until Nicaragua. And then of course, just any conversation hereafter as well. And uh, thank you so much for the today's conversation. I've really enjoyed this.
1: I know me too. I think it's going to be really meaningful and helpful for everybody listening. And I just really appreciate your time and your expertise and all the things that I get for, uh, there's so much wisdom. I feel like that always flows out of you. So thank you so much for sharing yourself.